Yo, check, check it. it. Welcome back to another episode. How do you guys like that intro? We just did I that today. I think it was great. That was actually take two of the intro because somebody needed a fan. Yeah, I needed to stop it at like two minutes in because it was too hot. So The uh, first intro is going to be a clip because it was great. <laughs> yeah, we'll post that on Instagram. That was funny. <laughs> it was a good raw moment. <laughs> oh All right, Felicia, how are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm on day three of my day off. It's Wednesday. So usually one of my more productive days. So I work a three, it's a three twelve schedule, but really it's three fourteens or possibly more. But Monday's like sleep in, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm productive, Thursday, I'm semi-productive, and then I'm sad. Because I got to go back to work <laughs> the next day. But I'm doing pretty good. Sounds good. How are you doing? I am doing great. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a productive week. I've been doing a lot of music. Um, collabing with new people. Oh, nice. Yeah. Collabing, huh? Yeah, so I went, Can you to, tell? I went to my friend's studio yesterday. They have a home studio, so I checked it out. Oh, cool. So we're going to be doing a few songs together. And I think it's just pretty cool to, like, check out other people's, like, home studios, you know? The setup. Yeah, because I'm so used to working at home. And then if you go to a, a different place, it's, like, a different vibe. So you mm -hmm. got to, like, kind of, like, get used to it. Right. But overall, cool. it's pretty cool. Um, who is it? Can you say who it is? Yeah. Or not yet. Who is it? You know what? Let's just make it a surprise. Oh <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> you know, you got to keep the people engaged. He'll tell me after. Yeah. He'll let me. You just can't do it on camera. It's not that big of a deal, guys. I'm going to make him tell me after. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess our week's good. Felicia. Oh, you know what? This is random, but I need to say it. Because I was going to say it earlier before we cut it off for the fan. Um, but the fan does feel great. So driving here on the 80. So the 80, we all know if you lived here in Reno, it's tiny. It never gets worked on, really. You can't really expand it because the nugget. But it's too tiny for everyone to be driving crazy, okay? Because I was stuck on there for a good minute. God bless whoever was in those accidents. But I hope they turned out okay. It didn't look like it was okay. But, my gosh, people stop driving like a damn asshole <laughs> on the road. There's no, there's no rush. Y'all went to driving school. I mean, you knew, you know the story. It's like if you go 60 versus 40, you're only going to arrive two minutes sooner. Is it going to make a difference? I don't know. Maybe if you have to clock in for work, but. Hey, Felicia <laughs> on the PSA. <laughs> but I mean, please be careful. There's families. Nothing is so important for you want to be on the road and drive reckless because you're endangering your life, someone else's life completely unnecessary yeah especially Use your if, blinkers especially if you guys are driving right now sometimes people like to listen to podcasts while driving so uh drive carefully and don't yes. be an asshole don't be an asshole drive carefully and respectfully think about your end destination why you need to get there yeah the end. all right thank you it's cool psp <laughs> thanks felicia yeah you're welcome <laughs> i had to let get that out you know okay just a little rant right there a little rant um yeah i guess let's just jump in let's just jump in what's um this week's topic so this week's topic is kind of inspired by recent events 
but I can actually speak to it. True story, guys. True story. <laughs> it inspired me. But it did. But it's stuff that we've all gone through. And it's, it's about perception. You want to explain? So kind of like the outside looking in, right? So when you're talking to somebody, right, and I'm the outside person looking at you, mm-hmm. I'm going to create my own opinion of what you're talking about based off your body language, based off the environment. Are we just talking about like your perception of other people and how other people perceive you? Yes. Perceive you? Yes. Okay. That's what I want to discuss. All right. Discuss away. And I guess a little bit can can be your values too, right? Like the, the importance between perception versus value. What is more important? What should be important to you as the individual? Um, but a little backstory in some of the situations that I'm going through right now. So obviously I work a nine to five, you know, and I, I enjoy doing what I do at my nine to five. I'm operations management right now. So, you know, there's a great deal of responsibility there, but also I do things like this, right? I have the studio I'm trying to be creative. I, I make things. We're trying to get this business off the ground. I'm trying to support Anthony with Neon Babylon, do my planters, where the plants are all right. In addition to that, in addition to that, trying to do something of my own with my sister, right? So I have to work very hard to try and separate the two while I build my small bus- my small businesses. Um, but we had some opportunities recently that could have potentially taken up like a Sunday, which I don't know if it's going to pan out. It's a whole nother story. But if it did pan out, basically every other Sunday, I would have, I had to leave work early, you know? So essentially I'd only be working half a day for the next three months on a Sunday, every other Sunday. So it's like one full day a week. Doesn't seem too bad, but because I work a 312 or 314 schedule. When you only work three days, when you have right, to miss like, the third day. It's like, oh, you day. need another day <laughs> off? My gosh. <laughs> and if anybody knows my work ethic of how I truly am when I'm at work and I work for somebody else, I'm very committed. Um, and that sometimes has its negativity attached to it. But I like to do a good job. You know, I, that's how I was raised. I, the perception of me, unfortunately, weighs the true, like, whether it's my mental health or my true feelings or motives behind it. Perception um, of you that you're, you work too hard? I, no, that I work, that I do a good job. Oh. You know, like, I want people to see me and be like, oh, she's a good worker. She does a good job. You know, how, however people view me, that's, that's how I want that's how I want to be seen. I want them to see me doing a good job. Okay. But in regards to that, so I'm trying to not drag it out too much, but basically because I had to be gone, I obviously had to go to my manager, senior manager, and basically, basically say, hey, I already played this out in my mind. I know it looks bad, but I need to take off every other Sunday potentially because of this. And they know why. I mean, they know going in that this is something that I was doing prior to me getting hired. Um, and at first I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Um, but I think conversation was had with the general manager, you know, so it, it got escalated a little bit. 
Um, but I'm, I'm very transparent too. in when I, when I work, so I'm not afraid to just be, be like, this is what's going on. So I did have a conversation with both obviously my senior manager and then the general manager as well. But the words that kept popping up is like, Hey, you know, we understand. I know you're not abusing your time off or the policies that we have for time off, but just know the perception of it, right? If your name is on the calendar that much, what your peers might think, or what if it gets to that level, what the VP or president might think, right? Mm -hmm. If they see you constantly on the calendar trying to be off. And then it was like, even though you do a good job, because we know that, we know that you do a good job, it still doesn't look good, right? Because perception-wise, visually seeing you gone that much which makes sense like doesn't i can't look good i mean i can't totally blame them you know it's like no and and i do and i totally understand that trust like trust me i've i've thought about this all the way through to having those opinions of myself which mm-hmm. is why you know i treaded lightly and was very understanding but i'm like at what point do you put your foot down basically and be like, no, like that, it's not okay to always say that perception wise, that's how you should be judged. Why can't it be your work ethic, what you do for the company, how well you do it? You know, like why, why is it always just a quick, you know, I, this is what I see. So this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you're not ever really given the opportunity to truly like explain it or, you know, they just kind of, wipe it off their shoulder, maybe work-life balance. Because I feel I mean? like as a society, we're so used to, we just tend to like focus on the negative. Mm-hmm. Let's say you do a good job, right? Yeah. Like you mostly, most of the time you're doing a pretty good job, but then if you do something wrong, that's like, that's how everybody kind of remembers you. You know, like when you mess up, that's what they focus on. But why? That's what I I'm, mean. And I, see, in... And I'm forcing myself to think that way because I already think the opposite way. Like I'm, I'm probably lumped in with the people that are like, oh, you did that one bad thing. That's going to taint you your whole mm-hmm. career, you know, but why does it have to be that way? And maybe that's more a question to our viewers. You know, why, why is human beings, do we automatically focus and draw into the negative Versus yeah. thinking about the 99 wonderful things that that person has done. But you know what? This one time, you made a mistake. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like, if you really think about it, that's just, I don't want to say that's how, just how it is, but, like, I feel like that's kind of, like, the norm. And it's, I don't, I don't have the answer for it, honestly. Right. Like, for me, like, I try my best to, like, just be neutral about everything. Mm-hmm. Even if they do a good job, it's more like, I just want everything to be kind of neutral. Like, right. it's not neither good or bad, mm-hmm. but just focus focus on, like, it is what it is, you know? And see, um, and then, but even going more into that, it's like, no matter what, even if you try to be neutral and your actions are neutral, you know, and you try to portray that to your viewers, someone's still going to have a different perception of what you, of what you mean. And this is what... Um, at least for me, I try not to to care what other people think mm-hmm. about me. And, like, it was funny That's because, hard like, to do. I know it's really hard to do. Because I so remember, it's like a mo- about a month ago, like, when we, when we went out and then we were talking at the bar. Mm-hmm. And you told me, 
that you I guess you perceive me as somebody that doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Which is the best compliment I've ever had from Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like I want to live my life that way, you know, not right. caring about what other people are thinking. Um obviously it's difficult because I'm um, as um I mean growing up I'm so used to caring about what other people think about mm-hmm. me and I obviously I want to try to please everybody to like like me in that way. Right. Um but I guess at the end of the day like you can't change other people's perception of you. Right. So you're just going to have to change your perception of you. Yeah. So you're just going to have to like not give a fuck. That's very true. It's not easy to it's definitely not easy to that's do. That's very hard to master, I think, especially if you've grown up kind of with that perception of yourself, meaning you don't have the perception of yourself. It's almost like you kind of live in everybody else's eyes. Exactly. Because you're you're trying to please everybody and 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 I think that's a little bit what I am to be honest. I'm like a people pleaser. You know, I'm like, oh, "I got to do my best. You know, it's going to kill me." You know, it it might affect who I am, my mental health, but you know what? I'm going to still give it my all because I care about what you think versus how I think or how what's going to happen in the outcome. Yeah, because I think you should focus on, obviously, when you want to do your best at whatever you're doing, but then at the same time, you should just focus on you're doing your best because you want to and not to like do what makes you happy. Yeah, not to please other people. See, and that's the thing, and I think that's where I struggle because I do enjoy doing what I do, like operations, logistics. I, in a sense, kind of changed my career to be in the position that I'm in, but I also love doing this too, you know, but it's almost like the closer I become, or not closer, but the more I become involved with all these extra curricular activities from the outside, like looking from me working my nine to five, the more I become involved in this stuff, the harder it, the harder it is to be the other person. I mean, forty hours a week. Honestly, you don't need the other person. <laughs> no, I know, and I understand that, but it's like you know, there's always that weird transition. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're in that transition phase right now, which is, you know, it's it's definitely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I'm not going to say that it's just going to be a smooth ride from here on out. Right. Especially if you do get the, the Sundays off mm-hmm. for whatever outside of work that you're doing. But I don't know. I think you're just going to have to work on that. At least your perception of yourself and right. like, just not give it's a It's like, I think. I think somebody, it's almost like perfectionism, right? You just want to be perfect at everything. Mm -hmm. But in reality, and I was just reading this in a book the other day, or I think a couple nights ago, and it was basically saying perfection or the fear of not being perfect is more of the fear of being fearful. If I'm, if I'm recalling that, I might have to bring it up on my phone and, and, and read it, but it, it made sense or it resonated with me because it's almost like you're so afraid to not be a hundred percent that you're just afraid to be afraid. If that makes sense. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. Cause, um, 
I like this quote. It's kind of like this, kind of similar to that. It's um, it's don't let perfection be in the way of what's good enough. Um, Because I think we're so we're so scared of what other people are thinking that we always want to be perfect. I guess. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with putting your foot like best foot forward, but then. Sometimes it cripples people, you know? Right. And like you say you post something on social media, you care about what other people are thinking and instead of posting it, you're just you just decide to not do that. Right. And it's just why do you care? Like other people don't care. Like I see people's posts, like I don't even I see it and it after a couple of seconds of seeing it, I'm just already over over right. it you're not then, even really thinking too yeah much. as much as we think that everybody cares or is looking that much into it nobody really cares. yeah because like obviously like i support other people's um craft and like i share it sometimes and i pay attention i like it but then af- out- right after that i'm just like okay it's not even a thought <laughs> yeah I- i'm over it I, which is almost in a sense that's kind of like, sad right? yeah it's i mean it's silly to like think that people care so much about what you're doing because in reality not people really don't give a shit i mean we talked about this in the last episode um and not in a way that they don't want you to succeed it's just we have our own shit to worry about you know um as much as i want to like be there for everybody and then support everybody's thing is like after i like your post or share it whatever i'm just kind of like I got to move on with my life, I guess. Like, yeah. it sounds it sounds so mean, but this just... No, but it's true. But that's, that's just how everybody is, I think. Yeah. At least I, that's like how our, I am. Our attention for something is so short, unless it's truly important to you. Yeah. I was trying to find the quote to read it exactly, but maybe I'll post about it later when I, we post um, the clip. But it's hard. I think somebody who is so critical of themselves... And I, that's how I feel about myself, which kind of hinders my own self-happiness, I want to say, right? Because I'm always nitpicking every little thing that I do. And, it, and then it also prevents my progress, even as a business owner, right? It's like I have, I have this idea. I have a certain way I want to execute. But then if it's not perfect in my head, then I, I don't release it. Because I'm like, oh, it's not good enough. And it's funny because while I was looking for the quote and kind of piggybacking off what you were talking about a little a little bit, talking about perfection, it was saying that done is better than good. Yeah. Because you finished. It's done. It's out there, whether it's perfect or not perfect. Even in a perfect world or something that you consider perfect, someone will always have a different opinion. And it may not be the opinion that you want or a different perspective you know, a perception of what you're trying to release to the world. Yeah, because, like, for me, every time I post something, it's always, in my head, it's never perfect because, obviously, I want it to be better. But then, as long as it's, I'm satisfied with it and it's, in my head, it's good enough to post, mm-hmm. um, I think they just kind of just, like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, people don't, really like i said they don't after a few minutes or a few seconds they're over it you know um and for you to not post something right 
or not finish something yeah. or release something. Yeah, especially for all the creatives or the entrepreneurs that are doing something. It doesn't matter what it is. Like posting on social media is so important. And especially like if you post a lot, you shouldn't care about what other people are thinking. Yeah. I mean, obviously you want people to like your stuff. Right. But then don't let that be the crippling stage where you're like, I want this to be perfect. And then I don't, I'm not going to post anything until it's perfect. Because mm-hmm. if you really think about it, let's say you post once a week. And you have, you made so many different things. Let's say you made content for seven days a week, right? Mm-hmm. And then you only post one because like that's only one was the perfect pose like how many posts are you gonna like right it's gonna take you so long to get to a certain point you know because you're mm-hmm. only posting once a week instead of posting every day for the next six months like can you imagine if you post every single day for the next six months mm-hmm. will you be at like especially for photographers or just anything i guess you're doing you're constantly on people's feed right like, they can see what you're doing. And if you're only posting once a week, I'm only going to see your, like, I don't even see people's posts sometimes. Yeah. And if you only post once a week, like. Yeah, I know. And I have that problem. Not necessarily because I'm like, oh, I don't know what to post, but because I, I need to dedicate a certain time of day to do all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. it can be a little bit overwhelming. But, no, but it's it's very true. I mean, I think a lot of there's a lot of like mental wars that Mm -hmm. I think like for me, you know, speaking for myself that I have when it comes to posting or how I do at work or what it's going to be like if I'm not there or if I'm here, like, for instance, like, you know, how I look on camera, you know, little things like that. Or when you guys come to the studio, what's your thought? Do you like it? And it's like it can be so it's stressful, honestly, stressful. It is. It's like a constant battle to to try and tell myself that you did what you could. It is what it is. And people accept it, you know, and if they don't, so be it. Versus, no, it's like you have to, you have to love it. You have to like it. And I, I, I think that's just something I'm trying to work through as a human, <laughs> you know. Everybody just, is. Honestly. You know, just trying to figure out how to free myself from those constant thoughts because when you think about it that's also taking up a large portion of my free time because that's i'm i'm battling that versus doing something more productive yeah because like when you overthink at that level let's say you spend an hour overthinking about posting something Mm -hmm. you could have done so many different things in that hour you could have done a live you could have done a reel yeah you could have posted three different things mm-hmm. and that's like a lot right. too in that hour but instead you're sitting there trying to contemplate about yeah. posting what am i gonna post how is it gonna look yeah because honestly what do i, I, write? What's I used to i used to think that way Ooh. and then after like the algorithm and instagram just went to shit and it's just all mm-hmm. over the place I just stopped giving a shit. I was like, I give up on this, trying to figure this out. Right. I just post whatever, whenever. I even repost stuff. I don't care. Um, Because, like I said, like, 
in my head, I don't think people really care anyways. Mm -hmm. So why not, right? And I think for me, especially when I I did my album as well, in my head, I wanted everybody to like my songs, you know? Like every single song that I made, those eight songs, I want everybody to love it. But then, like, when I think about it really as a, as a consumer standpoint, mm -hmm. I like songs that I like. Right. And I can't expect people to like every single one of my songs because like some songs that I don't, I don't like and then some people love it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, who am I to be like the guy, the perfect guy that made like all these amazing songs that right. everybody likes? It's like, that's so egotistic of me, you know, <laughs> to expect that, that people would like it, people would share it. Like, right. And it just like, after I just let go of that, I was just, I decided to just make songs that I really enjoyed, that I really liked, that I would actually right. listen to, even if it wasn't my song, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and then after that, I was just, you know, post it and then people like it cool if not that's cool too like I, i'll have my audience that actually like people that actually like my song because mm -hmm. i'm not trying i'm not here to try to please everybody right you know because like for yeah. me i like certain songs there are some songs that i hate there's some songs that i don't like and right. like that's that doesn't mean th that they're bad it's just like it's not just my some, thing yeah it's something that you don't prefer yeah that i don't value that you don't value yeah which that's is very <laughs> true. A cool transition it's true i mean there's a lot we might have to talk about perception a little more it's just more like a rant but in regards to that i think that's a very positive way to go about the things that you create because it seems less stressful it really is. And when you're doing things that makes you the most happy, I feel like success will follow that. Because I think, like, the most, fr like, freeing feeling in the world is not caring what other people are thinking. Right. Even, like, the closest people to you, like, your family, your closest friends. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't care what they think, you're basically free, you know? Yeah. Um, That's... That's I'm some a, I'm shit. A I'm going to work towards that. Because <laughs> honestly. Cause I think I care about too many people thinking about what I think about. But Yeah, because like even when I you do. told me that I, I seem like I don't give a shit, in reality, I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? Right, like right. For the most part, yeah, like I don't give a shit. But like so there are some days where I really do care what other people are thinking about me, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I don't know if there's really a way to get rid of that completely right but then if i just do my best to most of the time not care what other people are thinking that's mm -hmm. still kind of moving forward in you know positive direction right. so let me ask you this and i don't know if you've ever experienced this or if anybody who's watching has experienced this but so say for instance i'm we'll just start at the bottom level like say you're working whatever you're just working you work for a bunch of other people, right? You have your supervisor, your manager, and without having that experience, right? When but you're doing a very labor-intensive position. What experience? Like, 
like the experience of being in management. Oh, okay. Right. So if you if you don't have any experience being in management and you don't really know what that entails. From the outside looking in, you don't you you really shouldn't have an opinion of what what should be in their day to day. And what I mean by that is when you have a very labor intensive job, you know, and don't get me wrong, like people work hard. And that is amazing, you know, for whatever job that you do. I know that there's a lot of people out there that work their butts off, <laughs> you know, for whatever, whatever job that there is. But another thing that made me think about perception is a comment that was given to me saying that, like, oh, well, all you do is sit there. Right. I and I'm, I'm in that management position. And I'm like, and I've always hated that because I've gone from this level to that level. So I've had that perception okay. of my upper management before. And then I got the position and I'm like, dang, <laughs> there's a lot that goes on. Okay. So I'm, I'm smiling if you're watching the video and you're probably not going to like my answer to that mm -hmm. question. Um, so in my opinion, everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. Regardless of if you're doing a good job, great job, if you're doing amazing perfectly, mm. people are still going to have opinions of you. Right. So I feel like it doesn't matter. It's another one of those who gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day. No, I know. And I know it shouldn't bother, but it's like, you know, sometimes you get in your emotional bag. You're human, right? And yeah. as much as you try to kind of put those emotions at bay and separate the two, you might be having an off day. You know, so it's like when you hear those type of comments, it's like, like, yeah, for me, it's like, you just want to be mad. Like, I mean, I'm like, who uh, are you to tell me I'm sitting down? And it's like, like yeah, I was sitting down, but I was doing shit. <laughs> honestly, it's like, I don't blame you. I don't, it's I really like, don't. I really don't. I, I totally understand. I totally get it. Like, sometimes you just want to shake people a little bit, you know? Like, uh, but... <laughs> I don't. It's if just I, if you if you know I work, I don't. That's honestly, because like sometimes <laughs> it happens to me too. When people talk shit online, like sometimes I get like trolls, right, commenting about like oh you suck or whatever. Like sometimes you just mm -hmm. want to shake people a little bit, but then fuck, it's like you can't stop that. I know. There's really no way. It. I know. There's really no and, way to stop it. And unless there's really moments where I'm like I don't care, but then sometimes there are moments where I'm like. God, why did I you mean, say that? I mean, sometimes, like, if you get those moments, like, don't feel bad. Like, fuck yeah. it. Cry if you need to. <laughs> sometimes I do be crying. <laughs> I'm on the way home from work, and I'm like, all these people tell me, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Because honestly, like. But see, work shouldn't make you do that either. Like, I, I know, I know, but. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, like, some of you guys don't know me personally, but I'm very direct and blunt person uh -huh. and <laughs> not a lot of people could probably handle the heat. handle handle <laughs> that but yeah it's just like fuck um yeah i know it's li that's know the only answer i can give you it because was definitely one of those situations where it's like one in, one through one through get it right <laughs> get it right felicia in one ear and out the other and that's what i needed it to be but i think in the moment and just coupling with the whole like me trying to take time off and then you know 
perception. It's yeah. like I was surrounded. I was drowning in this word perception, perception, perception. Because <laughs> I think like, it's like, at the end of the day, when you're good, like internally, yeah, nothing else outside of that can shake you. You know, right? And obviously, Ooh, I it's need some healing. Yeah, you definitely do. Um, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not Mr. Like One. obviously, like I'm not perfect, so I'm still struggling with that sometimes. Right outside sources or whatever affect me and it gives me like a bad mood mm -hmm. because somebody said something or something happened that like i couldn't control right and sometimes i'm like i and then i sometimes i pull myself back to like why did that bother me so much yeah you know so like i'm gonna tell you guys like a quick like shadow quick story it's like it's so stupid that it, you're gonna laugh so I, hope so. I so i went to um i went to dunkin donuts like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> i'm already laughing yeah it's a funny and stupid <laughs> ass dunkin story donuts. yeah because normally i get my coffee there right uh -huh. so i have the app um so they have this deal for like a whole month if you're like a rewards app member or whatever okay your um your cold brew like medium cold brew is only three dollars <laughs> so i you know, I was like, all right, $3 for a cold brew. Like, that's cool. So I decided to go to Dunkin' Donuts, mm -hmm. ordered the cold brew, the medium cold brew, because I was expecting to pay $3. <laughs> I know, she's already laughing because it's stupid. Uh, so I went to um, the window to pay, showed them my app, so they scanned it. It didn't work. Like, mm -hmm. the, the scanner didn't work or whatever. Right. So I was like, huh. And then the guy asked me again, can I scan it again? Because, like, the, th the machine's not working. Yeah. So he scanned it again. And, I, and then when he scanned it again, I was already kind of kind of annoyed. <laughs> because I was like, it's not working. Like, I only want to pay $3 for this cold brew. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, oh, sorry, our machine's broken. So is there any other way to pay for this? Like, you know, I was like, Okay. I was kind of like, <laughs> it triggered me because I was like, I only wanted to pay $3 for this stupid ass coffee. But then I was like, all right, fine. I'll give you a, a debit card. Because uh -huh. like the medium cold brew is like $5. Okay. So I was like, fuck, $5? So I gave him the card and then he scanned it. Like, so I paid $5. Uh -huh. And then I drove off. I was like pissed, annoyed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I came to Dunkin' Donuts. I only had to pay $3. To pay $3. And now I had to pay $5. Mm. Because of that $2, I was driving on the freeway. I was like, I was annoyed and pissed. But then <laughs> He's I. He's probably the guy I'm talking about on the 80 <laughs> pissing me off. But then I caught myself. I was like, is that $2? Am I really going to get pissed because of that fucking $2 <laughs> and ruin my day because of that $2? And I just felt so ashamed and, like, entitled. Right. I didn't want to be a Karen, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, why Sorry am I getting... Name is Karen. <laughs> why am I getting pissed because I had to pay $2? $2. More, right. $2, $2 more for a coffee. Right. And then I was just like... That's just fucking stupid. And then I was just kind of like, let it go. I was like, fuck yeah. it. Whatever. It's $2. And then I just. It's like, what in that moment? May, like, why? Why? 
It's like, why? Something you couldn't have controlled. Yeah, I couldn't control it, obviously. And then it's only $2. Like, at See, the end I'm of the day. Silly, right? Because I'm like, it's something you can't control. And then I'm over here basically crying about other people. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't control them either. But see, it's so it's so much easier to be the viewer, right? And trying to analyze and critique and yeah, talk like, about your life. If you really listen to that story, it's when fucking stupid. Life, you know, like, it's just first world problem. Sound being $2, entitled. Bro, that's, yeah. I can understand maybe if it was like 10 bucks. Yeah. And you were supposed to pay for it. And then like... In my head, I was just like, I'm not going to ruin my day just because of two fucking dollars. Now, did you ruin his day? Did you? No, I was I was being nice about it, but I was kind of like, like no, I was I was I was super nice. I was like, okay, that's fine. But then in my (laughs) like, like, honestly, I was a little like, (laughs) no, not like piss pissed, but I was I was just irritated that I I had to use my card instead of using the app and. Yeah, it was just it's silly, you know. It's okay. Yeah, it's stupid. So, um, yeah, don't let little things fucking ruin your day. I think that's just the lesson yeah. of that story. I know. <laughs> whatever, whatever it may be. Especially so early in the day. It's like, <laughs> is that going to control the rest of the day if you <laughs> let that $2? Let that shit go. Let it go. Yeah. And, yeah, so in, in relate. Relating to your story, mm-hmm. it's fucking, fuck it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> honestly, there's no other answers I can give you. Yeah, other I know. than Because you already, like at the end of the day, deep inside of you, you know that. You know, know. that you can't. I know. People just have opinions. And just, I think, and I think maybe to transition, right, because we talk, want to talk about values a little bit more. But maybe it's just my, my value in other people is more, you put people on the pedestal. more than what I've, I held value in myself, right? Like, it's almost like I just need to believe in what I'm doing. Because obviously my motive and my actions behind it. If you really think about it, it, you talk to yourself so badly. But then if other people talk to you that way, you're not going to take that shit. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. It's so true because right when you talk shit to yourself, you're like, it's it seems okay. Yeah, it's like it's acceptable now. Yeah, but then when other people say it in your face, you'll get mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. So like, it's like, or if you hear it about your friends. Yeah. You know. So it's why just, do you, why do we take that? I think it's. I mean, how, and how do you break that? It's definitely you know, a lot of like coming from somebody who really struggles and this might take a different turn, but how do you, how do you break those thoughts about yourself? I mean, you know, where do, where do you start? And I, and I think I've tried to start and then I've stopped and start and stop over and over again. And it's interesting because now that I, and I, I know that the perception that I have of myself and maybe even the value that I hold of myself isn't where it should be so much to the point that I've tried to make it a point to not show that to my son. Yeah. Cause, um, Cause I don't want him to pick up on those negative cues and, and, and him reflect that onto himself. Cause I think to work on that, you got to do some like shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if you you want to get into that now. We can talk about it on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, probably next. And I think if anyone here has done shadow work and can speak to it, you know, let us know because I would I would definitely love to have somebody who can Yeah. Just talk about what exactly that entails because i've done my research and you've told me about it and i've had like these random calls not random but you know people have reached out who maybe i haven't spoken with in a long time and they talk they start talking about shadow work yeah because honestly i need after doing it myself it changed me so much um i think i need it for sure but we'll just leave that for the next episode. Yeah, another episode. It's a little teaser. A little teaser. So you guys have to listen into the next episode probably. Whenever that one. Yeah. You think that'll be the next episode? I mean, we could. We could. We could. Um, we'll see. We'll see. If we have somebody that can speak to it. Yeah, because I think it would be good to have another opinion. or. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, I think for something like that, I think it's important to have somebody who is knowledgeable of... Yeah, because I what think that is or how it can be conducted or how it should be done. Yeah, so shadow work is basically, don't quote me on this. I don't think, I don't know <laughs> if it's right or wrong, but I think it's basically looking inwards to yourself. Like anything that happens around you, mm-hmm. like why is it affecting you? You should look into, Right. at least that's how I kind of view it. It could be, I don't know what the definition is, but I think. At least that's the kind of shadow work I was doing. So anything that was like triggering me, I just looked into myself and like, mm-hmm. why is that? Bo- why does that bother me? You right. know, when somebody does something, why do I care? Right. right? Um, Interesting. But yeah, we'll talk about that next time. I think that would time. be a great topic. Yeah, that would be a great topic. Because I think that's definitely an episode by itself because oh, like, i don't want to just you know i might get deep <laughs> start crying deep. the podcast <laughs> um but yeah tissues. anyways value what do you want to so, talk about value and i don't know if this is going to be the greatest transition but something that we're experiencing right now as a small business is i guess at what point do other people find or how do I want to say this how at what point in your business or your career do people find value in you and your worth as a business and the reason why I say that is because we're trying to approach the territory of trying to be more like a business you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. obviously we will always do things out of love but we do want to make money you know what I mean so we're starting to come across situations where we're trying to start things or do things and it's almost like you know you're you're shown the love right their perception of you is like oh it's great you guys are wonderful we love what you're doing but then the minute we try to put value in terms of dollar signs to what we do or what we can bring it's like oh you know what we can't do it yeah, you know? so this is going to be one of those answers again that you're <laughs> probably not going to like. <laughs> um, people value what they value. Right. And so in terms of your question, is like with your own business, people are going to value you mm-hmm. when you start value, valuing yourself. Right. You know, um, when you start, let's say, so you you provide a service, right? Mm-hmm. 
or you're selling something, mm-hmm. you have to set that standard for everybody. Right. So if you're going to sell something for like, let's say a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. whatever it is, if you, that's how you, how much you want to sell it, never go down that right, number. Right. Cause like people, people that will value whatever you're selling will pay a hundred dollars for right. that. And at the end of the day, same for my music. It's kind of like when I put a song out there, mm-hmm. obviously I want people to like it, but then there's only really a certain people that will like that song, you know? Right. There's no way for me to convince people like, oh, please like the song. No matter how, ma- how much I try, yeah. how, no matter how many times I share that shit, people will like it if they if like the, it. If they like it. Because right. at the end of the day, like the the consumer always judges it, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's say you sell something for a hundred dollars. There will be the right people that will pay a hundred dollars for that. Right. Some people might pay more, um, if they see they really see the value of it. Mm-hmm. But then, at the end of the day, it's just like you're just gonna have to set that standard. Yeah. Like if you really think whatever you're providing or whatever you're selling, right, is worth that amount, then. Set that, make that a standard and never go down that. Right. And it's going to suck because there's a lot of people that are going to fall off. Right. You know, but then at the end of the day, you've leveled up to this point where I'm charging this much and just take it or leave it. Right. And that's because like that's that's for you to decide Mm -hmm. whatever value or whatever you're providing. If you think it's worth that much. You just got to take it and kind of move on. Yeah, because, like, for me, when I first started, let's just talk about photography. I started three, two to three years ago. I wasn't even charging. And I already, like, when I first started, I felt bad for charging mm-hmm. because, you know, I enjoy it. Like, it's fun for me. But then it's like, oh, I already have the camera. Like, it doesn't cost me anything to take pictures, right? right? Um, but then the more I took pictures... And then I was like, I was buying all this equipment. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you're into photography, you know, those stuff, the equipment, like the lighting, your camera, your lenses, those things aren't cheap. It's not they're, cheap. They're super <laughs> expensive. And then I was looking back, I was like, man, if I charge for my photos, like I could have right. bought all this stuff that I wanted. Yeah. And then I end up, you know, paying out of pocket because I wasn't charging. Mm-hmm. So slowly I was charging, you know, because I felt bad because, you know, I didn't see my value. Yeah. And then slowly I was just going up every time. It gets, you get more comfortable every time you ask. Right. So once you get to a point where, honestly, if, you, if you're dragging your feet trying to price something, mm-hmm. let's say... You price something for a hundred dollars, and then you're like, "I should have charged more." Right. Then you already know you should have charged you more. Charged more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, with what we're doing right now, like I'm pretty comfortable in what we charge, but I'm, like, you know, there's just been some s- situations where it's kind of like, oh well, we'll see. I, it's 
the way I conduct myself in business is very different than I, I'm starting to see how other people conduct themselves in business. Like I'm very straightforward. It's like there needs to be a lot of communication. You know what I mean? But, you know, there's some situations where you're not going to have that and it is what it is. But, you know, when say if you're working with other people and you get the breakdown of where th that value is is going, mm -hmm. you start to see how low on the totem pole you're valued as a company, in my opinion, right? Because when it comes to business, sometimes that usually equates to money. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like, damn, like when you're <laughs> barely placed on the table, you're like, shit, like I thought we were doing a little bit better, you know, but I think it also is just really good experience. Yeah. I think it's almost very eye-opening because you'll start to see where you are in the in the grand, you know, like the bigger picture, you know, and it's it's super important though that you do go through those situations because then you know how much harder you have to work because that's what it does. Like for me and my husband, usually when something like that happens, it's like, oh, we need to work harder because that shouldn't even be a thought or. You know, like it, it shouldn't even be like, oh, well, this is where this, you are. Like it should be. Just honestly, in, in my perception of you guys, uh -huh. you work hard. You know, you don't need to work harder in my oh. at least from my point of view. Right. This is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Well, thank you. Um, That's nice to hear. But <laughs> <laughs> that's really good to hear. You just need to. You just need to fucking say sometimes you just got to say no. Yeah. You know, Um. If you really, if you really feel like you're dragging your feet doing something, mm -hmm. either charge more or don't do it at all. Right. Um, and it's tough because, you know, when you're starting off, you're obviously kind of, not necessarily desperate, but you want to take every single. Yeah. You're just trying like, to find your footing. Like you're trying to find your footing, and then, what you works, know, little cash work. here and there is good. But then, if you really want to make it in the long term. That's for you to really like put your foot down and be like, hey, this is how much this costs. Right. Either you take it or leave it. This is but the then, value that we have in our company. Yeah. This is why. Because you honestly, and you just got to put you can't pay. You got to put that value on yourself. Yeah. Because if true. you don't if you don't put that's if you don't true. value yourself high enough, then people are just going to walk all over you and people are just yeah. um, and you're going to let it happen, you know, mm -hmm. because. You're like, okay, I'll take this, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, it's your job to set that standard for set people. Because, like, like you said, like, we, we treat ourselves so badly. Mm -hmm. But then if other people, you know. Pick up on that or And if other notice. people, yeah, <laughs> then we don't like it when people treat us badly. But then right. we treat ourselves that bad, you know. Um, yeah, that's hard. So at the end of the day, it's just, it's going to, it's going to be so tough to ask for more, mm -hmm. but then the more you do it, the more you do it, it's going to get easier. Right. It's kind of like a muscle that you keep working, you know? Mm -hmm. um, that makes sense. So yeah, I think, I don't like giving advice, but like you can take whatever I say or you can tell me to fuck off yeah it's like it's up to <laughs> you what i say too i'm like i'm gonna tell you and if because honestly it, it's like it if you because for me when i give advice to people 
I even sometimes tell them, don't fucking listen to me. <laughs> even gonna, like if I if, even if my, my advice is like amazing or whatever, you should listen to yourself. Right. If you think that my advice is stupid and you should just go with whatever you're mm-hmm. feeling, right? Fuck it, go for it. I don't give a fuck. You know, at the end of the day, you're you, and you're gonna do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Or I hope you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you know. I hope so too. <laughs> see, that's a good thing too about having, like, my husband. You know, I feel like he has that mentality. Like, it's we're a good balance, you know. And a lot of people. I mean, I don't know a, a lot of other entrepreneurs that are in a relationship. <laughs> Maybe because I don't really know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you need more friends, Felicia. <laughs> I, need, I need more friends. We're gonna start a friend hotline. <laughs> We need a friend group. A friend group. I was thinking about starting a book club. Uh, me and my friend <laughs> Daisy have been talking about this since last year. So, Daisy, if you happen to watch this, we can start a book club. <laughs> Anyways, um, but w- my husband and I work really good together, like, personality-wise, the things that we do. Like, I, I, I think I need to just, I need to put myself out there more because I'm very, and a lot of people don't know this, like, as far as logistics go, that's my jam, and I think I need to show that off more because people might use me a little bit more for that. Yeah. But I'm just very secretive about it. Like, when we have these little meetings, and I'm like, just open your mouth. Like, I just I just need to do it. And I you just, just need to, you know. I just, I mean, because you guys see it sometimes, too. Anthony sees it 100%, but, like, other people that we come across, I just need to kind of take it and go. Charge. <laughs> Go not, for it, Felicia. Not literally charge, but like charge, like you're in a, you're charging forward. Okay. Because honestly, like you're pretty good at, <laughs> you know, all the things that you do, and you do a very great job doing it too. Um, Thanks. <gasps> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, good I job, just do Felicia. Good things. <laughs> um, I did good things, even though I think. All but the then honestly, it's like this. You gotta, like I said, you gotta set that standard for yourself. Yeah. You know? Um, I think starting with myself for sure, because that'll kind of ripple into me being a business owner. Yeah. Cause, like, honestly, if it's, if it's frustrating to you that people are not valuing whatever you're offering, right. Then if you really think about it, like, deeply, like, who's, who's really at fault there, who's, you know? Whose fault is who's that? Who's the one, like, who, you're, you're the one that set the price. Mm-hmm. Or like if we're just talking about money, you right. know. If we're just talking about financials, um, you're the one that set the price. Mm-hmm. And like if you're saying it's that much, then why do you feel like you should be charging more? Right. You know? But what if it's like you did charge OBC, but then you already answered that question. You're yeah, like, say no. Like you fuck say you. No, then you know? move on. Okay. I was like, what if you did <laughs> charge? And then it's like, well, yeah. Yeah, because okay. like some, sometimes it's like the things that I don't like to do, what I do is charge, charge them so up. much more. Oh, now you're getting the secrets. Yeah, I'm giving you guys a fucking secret. <laughs> um, so when he gives you an outrageous surprise, you don't want to do I it. Because I don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, fuck it. And it's just like, for me, if I'm going to drag my feet to do something, mm-hmm. I better get paid a lot for it, right. you know? And then... If they say no, I'm like, okay. Then I don't care. Like I don't <laughs> I'm I don't do it. Yeah, I don't need that money or whatever. Yeah. Um and then if they do say yes, 
even if I have to drag my feet, I, at least I mm-hmm. still get paid a lot more. And then, and like in my head, I'm just it makes me, I guess, satisfied and happier mm-hmm. to do it because oh, I know I'm gonna get paid this much, even though this is not that fun for me. Yeah. So, just do it. Like, do it in that way. I guess like that do would be my advice if you wanna. If you're doing something that you don't necessarily like, mm-hmm. then just charge more. But then you have to. And if you're doing something that you love, yeah, still charge. <laughs> yeah, still charge. <laughs> yeah, because that's my problem. I'm like, oh, I just because you love it doesn't mean it's for free. Yeah, because like people, I, I sometimes I sure. kind of hate this because like. Especially when you're passionate about something, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously you do it because you love it, right? Right. And then people are, make you feel guilty because they see it's like, oh, you really love that because that's your like, you know, that's your passion. But then when you start charging for it, they make you feel guilty because, yeah, like art shouldn't be monetized. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck that shit. You see all these <laughs> artists that get paid hell of money. I know people for doing whatever, money. and why it's should I feel guilty? Someone's gonna buy it. Someone's gonna pay you. Someone, someone's gonna buy it. You need to make a living. Because like at the end of the day, someone's gonna like your shit. Somebody's gonna hate your shit. Focus on this the people that like it. Yeah. So focus on the people that would actually pay for your shit too. Right. You know that's true. Don't try to convince people. And yeah, that's what one of my advice too. Don't try to convince people that, that you're worth it. That you're worth it. Uh, <laughs> because you're never going to change their mind. And then if you do, yeah, you're going to have some sort of resentment. Somebody's going to have resentment in mm-hmm. there, you know? Right. It's either you or the other person. I um, like it. Yeah. That's a good one. Honestly, this whole episode is just about not giving a fuck. I think so. I'm like, what did we learn? No, it doesn't that. matter what people think <laughs> of you or see of you or hear of you. As long as your motive and your action, like your heart behind it is Your true. intentions always. Yeah, as long know. as your intentions are true and they're right and they're positive and it makes you happy. Yeah, because honestly. Who cares? Sometimes. And then if you have value in yourself. Yeah. And, it, and they're, on, they're not on that same level of value. Then screw to you. Because honestly, sometimes I do, I feel a little guilty because like, oh, I do this one thing, right? Let's say I do a photo shoot. It's so easy Mm -hmm. for me to do that shoot. Yeah. And then I charge whatever I charge. It's like, oh, I can do that so easily Mm -hmm. and I'm charging this much. But then at the end of the day, I've worked so hard to get to that point where I should be charging that much. And then like people... But as long as they're happy with it, like yeah. if the client's happy with whatever I gave them, like that's the value right there, you know? Right. Um, yeah, fuck it, dude. Charge for your shit. So before we end, I know, Jarek don't like long podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen I, to us for two hours. I know, it's not going <laughs> over two hours. Maybe like an hour and some change. But I have to ask this question because the talk of perception value and stuff it it's making me think of this so when i was in high school i had a really good english teacher and i love english i love writing like for real i have been told many times i should have been an english teacher 
but I did not. <laughs> uh, maybe later on in life, next life. But it was, we were on the topic of perception. My God, this is like a common theme in my life. But he would ask or he would talk about the individual, right? Almost like existentialism a little bit, I think. That's what he was getting into, like the I and the non-I and where you are in the world. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that because I kind of forgot about what it was. But he would always say this phrase and he would say, I know what love is because I know what it's not. Yeah, that's kind of like saying, when we say we don't know what we want, sometimes, it's, like you do you know what you- You haven't experienced it yet. Because you, you, you do know what you want when you when you when you know what you don't want, right? Yes, It's yes. basically the opposite of that. Exactly. So if you don't want this, that means that's what you want, that's right? That's what you want. Or you've experienced something, and so now it's like a constant want. And then your, your perception and your perspective, your opinion, your whole idea of what something is, is something that you've created in your mind, right? And it, it, it cannot be owned or be replicated by somebody else. What was the question again? It's not really a question. It's more like a saying. I know what love is because I know what it's not. Exactly. So your idea of love and my idea of love will always be different. Yeah, because... Even if I tried to explain to you what my idea of love is or was, you will still, in your mind, create your own perception of it. Yeah, because there's always... I don't know if you've heard of the five love languages. Have you? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh man, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a, a really thing. that's a really good topic for a podcast too. We've okay. covered it before, but basically, there's a five different love language. Uh-huh. There's um, hopefully I can remember it. So uh-huh. there's um, act of kindness. Okay. Um, affirmation. Okay. Um, I think physical touch. Okay. Damn, I'm butchering this. Um, quality time and fuck. Hold on, let me look that up real quick. Keep them busy, Felicia. But anyway, so it it's not even just about. It could be anything, right? And I I remember early on with my husband when I was in this English class because it was a college class. I would tell my husband we had this conversation about the colors black and yellow. And I was like super hardcore into it because I was basically saying, well, how do you know black is black? Or how do you know yellow is yellow? People are you, colorblind. It's too. like, you know, that color is that color because that's what you were taught. Right. You're it's it's a word attachment to that particular symbol, so to speak. OK, so here we go. Five love language. So there's this is the five different ways people show love and people like to be loved. Oh, OK. Yeah. So there's words of affirmation. Mm hmm. There's physical touch, receiving gifts or giving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. So if you really think about, let's say, let's talk about love. You said Mm -hmm. you don't know what everybody has their own perception of love or whatever you said. Um, Because if you really know yourself, let's say if you, if you, let's say if you like, which one do you think yours is from from those five? How do you like to be loved? So there's words of affirmation, which is, you know, saying nice things to you. 
physical touch, getting a little touchy, receiving gifts or gi- giving or let's say let's just say how do you want to be loved, right? Receiving gifts, quality time, which is hanging know. out. I already know. Acts I'm, of service. I'm definitely quality time because my husband get annoyed. <laughs> That's quality times means you like to hang out with him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah? get annoyed, but I'm always like, but I want to. Because if you really think about it, right? Like, so let's just say, let's say you said you like quality time. Yeah, I like quality time. And then second to that, like the touch, like I like being yeah. close. You like being cuddled. Yeah. So I'm a cuddler. let's say, I don't know what his love language is. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say, let's just uh, for, uh, you know. I'm going to look at my quote now. Little theory or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's say his is words of affirmation, right? Okay. Let's say if he's, he's always so sweet to you, like saying all these nice things, always saying I love you or whatever, you're beautiful or whatever. But then in your head, you're like, I don't really care about that. I want you to fucking spend time with me. And then, but in this mind, He's loving you because he likes to give. Because that's of, his way of that's, way of that's giving. His idea of love. Ah, yeah. Okay. And then get I it. think this is why people get so like in their relationship, people get so like fucked up. I guess because right. they don't know people's love language. That's so when true. you're like, if you really think about it, let's say you guys fight because like, oh, we don't spend enough quality time, but he doesn't give a fuck about quality time. Right. Because that's not his idea of. Yeah. Love. Let's say like. Wow. His is acts of service or whatever. Mm-hmm. That means like you're doing something for you. Let's say he does the dishes or the laundry. This means like, oh, like I'm showing you, like I'm doing all this for right. you, right? But then in your wild. head, it was like, That's how come true. you're not hanging out with me? You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Oh, so that should be another topic for sure. That's definitely another podcast topic, but that's that's just a little that's like true. tangent yeah. that might be a little good little teaser for you guys yeah, too like you teaser. should definitely look into love language love language if you're dating cool. somebody look into that. that should be a question you ask on the first date be like yo what is your love language yeah because and if it does not match figure it out or move on because honestly like <laughs> i only knew about this like a couple years ago uh-huh. and then i look back at my past relationship right so in my past relationship because i like giving uh words of affirmation and oh, I like really? receiving it, right? Okay. So, like, I'm always very sweet with my words. You know, I love mm-hmm. you, and you're so beautiful, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> and then I think my ex-girlfriend was kind of a quality time and probably gifts. Mm-hmm. And then she's always telling me, like, how come we never hang out? Or, you know, like, we always fight because, like, she wants, how come you never buy me stuff or whatever? Like, oh, damn. Not like buy her like expensive things, but more yeah. like how come you never buy me flowers, flowers or whatever. Yeah. But in my head, I'm just I don't give a fuck about giving flowers. It's right. just like stupid <laughs> because you spend that much money for flowers that would die the next few oh, days God. or whatever. Because like in my head, like I'm already telling you that I love you and like I'm so sweet to you. Right. Like why do you not see it? You know. Damn. But then after finding this out, I'm just like, oh shit, oh, it made sense. Like we never click because we never talked about it and we yeah. never knew so you know sometimes you're you don't know you just, you yeah. don't know that'd be a good topic to have with like a couple or couples yeah. or something anthony where you at <laughs> maybe where we'll you, have anthony, anthony on the podcast with my five talking about the love. five language <laughs> put him on the spot all right so i found the quote 
what I was trying to say about perfectionism, and we can probably end it here. Okay. All right. So this is what it says. It's more like a phrase. But I think perfectionism is just a, a high-end, hot couture version of fear. I think perfectionism is just fear in fancy shoes and a mink coat pretending to be elegant when actually it's just terrified because underneath that shiny veneer, perfectionism is nothing more than a deep existential angst that says again and again, I am not good enough and I will never be good enough. Because I feel like that's how everybody feels, honestly. And I was like, damn, that's my life. Because <laughs> everybody feels that way, you know? I'm a fraud. Like, we want to be perfect, especially now that, like, the social media. Yeah. You're always comparing yourself to everybody. Like, let's, some, let's say somebody's doing something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're comparing yourself to that person. And then you always want to be. And then it's just, like, for yourself, too. Like, you want to be. You want to show everybody that you're amazing or right. whatever. you're always putting the best foot forward but then mm-hmm. at the same time sometimes that's not real you know yeah it's not realistic it's not sustainable almost. yeah because like honestly like it's i mean i go i feel guilty too because like sometimes when i post covers because i'm a little insecure that sometimes i don't sing perfectly mm-hmm. and then sometimes i not actually not sometimes all the time i mm-hmm. put a little bit of uh pitch correction or autotune whatever people right. call it um but then at the end of the day who cares right who cares like why do i care because like honestly the the reason why i like to put autotune mm-hmm. is because in my head i want it to sound good right i want to at least listen to myself singing how I want it to sound, I guess. Right. And why do I care what other people are thinking? And why do people care if I use autotune or not? Yeah. At the end of the day, if they think the the video is good, that's good. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get so caught up about, obviously, like, we want to be authentic, right? Mm-hmm. But then what is authentic to me is, be, is I always want to put the best foot forward. Right. So when every time I do my videos, I always put like the extra effort. I always put the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes me 30 minutes to set up just so I can make a 30 second video. Yeah. Because that's, because for me, like I always thought guilty because um, I felt guilty because, you know, it's not authentic. Right. Mm-hmm. But then that's, that's just how I am though. I always like to put. I'm always extra. Yeah. I'm just bougie like that, right? <laughs> like that that's the authentic me and not the perfectionist uh, you. I don't know if perfectionist is the well, I guess I can be that could be a perfectionist, but mm-hmm. instead of the authentic me that like oh, this guy can't sing perfectly, the the real me is right. the one that actually makes the extra effort. So, like, that's the but in re- authentic me, But I in guess. regards to that quote, though, is that a part of you saying that if you don't do these things, then it's not going to be good enough? Yes, I guess yeah. that's that's part of that. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're getting at. No, yeah. I'm going on too long. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not denying it, you right, know? Right, right, um, yeah. But I think it's something that we do all. But at the end of the day, because, like, I like to do all those, though. Right. So... It's not that, I mean, like, 
I mean, we can all argue. We can say yeah. argue all day what's authentic and like what's it. not. And, uh, yeah, just no. like yeah. But I think it's it's finding that the balance, the I balance guess. between doing what you enjoy and doing too much to where yeah. Because some other people might, might think necessary. that I was like, oh, that's not authentic because you're using autotune, right? But then in my head, it's what you like. That's what makes that's you what, happy. That's what makes me happy. That's what I like. And I like making the extra effort because I always like to, I guess, not necessarily show right. off, but I just want to put the best foot forward right. every single time. So then at the end of the day, you're putting yourself first in terms of who you're trying to impress. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to impress myself, more you like know? It's self. It's more oh, of like, because I want, I want to watch this video. I want to listen like, to it. Oh, I like it. I love it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it's, I mean, like, obviously there's a, it's just a whole balance, like what's authentic and what's not, mm -hmm. because it's still me. It's not like it's fake, you know. Right. Um, I feel it. Yeah, that's just a whole tangent that we just went. But, anyways, you're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At the end of the day, I don't really give a fake. Give a <laughs> fake. I don't give a fake. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just because I fucking messed that up too. I never give a fuck what you think, anyways. That's <laughs> funny. Um, oh man, there's some goodies in there too. There's some good shit in Episode there. Episode two. I feel like different I, setup. I dropped some good shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Another office quote. I'm gonna drop a deuce on everybody. <laughs> Mic drop. Let's just uh, buy. Oh, someone's gonna bother me over office. Yeah, one up on that. What was that? You don't play Super Mario? Come on, oh, Alicia. It's been so long. You don't know this one? Anyways, go to sleep. <laughs> going to sleep now. Is that it? That's the end of the episode? It. That was the end of the episode. Is there anything? Thanks for listening in. I appreciate you listening to me talk about my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're just ranting. <laughs> we're just ranting. We're doing a therapy session for Felicia. What you don't just... know is that you're here to help me. <laughs> We're selfish people. We should be, though. I feel like we should all be selfish. To an extent. Some people thought we should. Because I think... I mean, this is just going to be on another episode, but... <laughs> like, if you're always giving, it's like you're you're going to run out, you know? Yeah. You can only give what you have. Uh, yeah, that is a, no, a whole episode because I have a lot to say about that because I'm that person. Yeah. You like, you're a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. People pleaser. Yes, man. <laughs> All right, anyways, we're done. Peace. This is it. We're out. Peace. It's, yeah, it's time to. We got like out. an end button. There's a. Come on. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it.